This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. Hello and welcome back. I hope that everyone has had a great week. Um, So we are again continuing in the series about being consistent. Because being consistent in even small, small, tiny changes, even baby steps consistently taken can get you a long way. Okay. And it's the quitting that is for so many of us the problem. And if we can just be consistent and not quit, even when things aren't perfect, even when maybe we don't do a perfect job at the goal that we set in terms of habits that we want to change, even if we, but if we can just stay consistent and keep going, we can actually reach the health goals that and the health results that we desire. So this series about um, consistency is really important for that reason. So today I'm going to talk about one more key to consistency. And this key is um, simplicity. So simplicity can be a key to being consistent because there's so many places where we can tend to overcomplicate things. And there's a lot of ways we do this and a lot of ways that it can get in the way of moving forward. So I'm going to discuss what those ways are and how thinking about simplicity and finding ways to simplify our process, simplify our life, simplify our surroundings, simplify a lot of different things can help us be consistent and not quit. So um, what are those things? Well, first of all, um, you can look at your schedule. All right. Maybe you're struggling with finding time to plan your food. Maybe you're struggling with time to um, shop for healthy food. Maybe you're struggling with time for exercise. What can you do with your schedule? Your schedule, if it's overcomplicated, could be a factor in inhibiting your forward progress. Um, You know, so is there something you can delegate? Is there something you can outsource? Is there something you could just eliminate? Is there something that's a commitment that you wish you hadn't made that there is actually an option for you to talk to people involved and change that commitment? Is there an option for you to not take on an upcoming commitment that you know a decision is looming about that you realize that you haven't made the steps forward that you wanted to make in your health and you need to decide to not commit to something new? because you need to keep that space open so that your schedule stays a little simpler and you can fit in the time you need for making health changes. So that's one area is in your schedule. Next would be shopping. Are you overcomplicating the shopping process at all? Is there a way to simplify that? Um, For some of us, that looks like just planning ahead in terms of having a place where we keep our running list of what we need in our home. Maybe we are not good at 
putting things down on a phone, maybe in the reminders app, maybe there's a notes app on your phone where you can just keep a running list of what you realize you need as you go through the week and just get in the habit of, oh my goodness, we're out of gallon Ziploc bags. Let's put that on the list. Oh, we're out of milk. Let's put that on the list. Oh, we're out of vegetables. There's not a vegetable in the house. Put it on the list. Because when you step into a store, if you're like me, it's really easy to forget completely what it is you went in there to get. I have had this happen so many times where I went into the store because I found myself, oh, I have a little extra time. I don't have to be at this destination until this time. And I really I have to go to that destination. And I um, I can't not go, but I have 20 minutes and I will be going right by a grocery store. And you know what? In that 20-minute period, I could grab the things I need to have a healthy meal that night or to have a healthy meal the next day. But I can't remember what I wanted to cook or what I do have. And I forgot what I ran out of. And I haven't been keeping a good list. I do this with spices a lot. I forget when I run out of a spice that I need to add maybe garlic powder to my store list right then. Because I'll forget when I'm at the store which spice it was that I'm short on. And then if I have an easy meal I can throw together, but I'm missing the garlic powder that the meal's just not as tasty. So just making a better habit of putting things down when they occur to me. Just that moment, just take a second, write it down. Because then when you have those pockets of time and a store is easily available and you're right there, you can grab those things and have what you need. Another thing that can simplify shopping, especially as we're heading into the summer months, is keeping a cooler bag in your car. Okay, keeping it by the front door or by the back door, wherever you go out to your car. And whenever you empty it out, after you bring it in, put it by the door so you remember to grab it on your way out. So you always have a cooler or a cooler bag in your car so that you can always safely store your food until it's home. Just in case you have that extra time to buy something that's healthy um, and to keep your kitchen stock. That simplifies things. Um, Another way to simplify things, if you know you're going to be out and about, but you're you're thinking, well, I'm going to be out for two more hours and I won't be able to get my food home in time safely. Well, think about what frozen vegetables you use a lot that you know would be okay if they were in the freezer bag surrounding your other food, keeping it cold until you get back home. Um, for me, I do that a lot with cauliflower. Um, if you have listened to my podcast episode about cauliflower, you know that I love it. I love putting it in a lot of things. Maybe my family gets a little tired of it, but I don't get tired of it. And I could always use more cauliflower. So, or I could pick another vegetable from the freezer section that's maybe buy one, get one, or that's on sale. And this actually helps me keep my freezer stocked with vegetables is that as it warms up in the summer, I will tend to always buy a couple extra bags of whatever frozen vegetable is on sale and pack it around in my shopping cooler to keep things chilled and cold and safe until I get back to my house. And, you know, usually if that vegetable defrosts a little, it's it's still safe. And, um, you know, obviously, be careful with how you do this and make good decisions and, you know, read on the food safety um, websites about how to not <laughs> break any food safety rules in terms of temperature and time. But there are ways to think about this and strategize to simplify and get the food you need and keep it keep your kitchen stocked. Um, other ways to simplify could be in looking at your surroundings. Is your kitchen set up in a really complicated way that needs to be simplified? I recently really streamlined my kitchen. I realized I had all these things that I never used. 
um, that were, I mean, I did use them sometimes. I didn't really have a, I didn't really want to get rid of these, you know, contraptions and gadgets. Um, but if you're like me, you've slowly accumulated um, contraptions that you might use here and there and you don't want to get rid of, but you just don't use them all the time. Um, and they take up room in your cabinets. Well, I realized that they were kind of keeping me from being able to cook quickly because I couldn't get to the pots and pans I needed regularly as easily because my cabinets were just so full. So I actually took everything out and I moved the kitchen equipment and gadgets that I used less frequently to another location in the house. Um, eventually, I'd love to you know, have a special place for that. But right now, just to simplify, yes, it's a little chaotic in that other room where I put all these things. But if I really need one of those gadgets for something I'm cooking that's special, I can go get it. I still have it. Um, but my kitchen cabinets are so much roomier and emptier. And it's actually far easier to cook the healthy meals that I want to be cooking regularly because I don't have to search through a bunch of other stuff for the basic equipment I use regularly. It's easy to access. I simplified and streamlined my cabinets and my kitchen to such an extent that cooking is simpler. Getting what I need out is simpler. So maybe that's you. Maybe you need to do that. Another place that I recently did that was in my fridge. I recently went through my fridge and I made a goal of cooking through as much of my freezer stash as I could and as much of my fridge stash as I could. Um, I was trying to cook down the food that I had stored so that it just, I I, I kind of had forgotten what I had. You know, like I said, I, I had, you know, I had stocked up on things over time when things were on sale. And I realized, you know, I kind of put a pause on shopping for new things food-wise until I used what I had. And then I planned meals around what was in the back of my freezer because, you know, things will not be as fresh if I don't use them soon enough. Um, and there were meats and vegetables that I had frozen that I needed to go ahead and use. So I planned meals around those. And, you know, my fridge and freezer became a whole lot emptier. And then I got to the point where my fridge, it was time to do a really good clean out. So I looked at all the expiration dates on all the little bottles in my door and got rid of a ton of those that had just expired. They were almost done or they were half full. Um, and really cleaned out the fridge, scrubbed it down. And now it's a pleasure to open the fridge and see what I have because it's not cram full with things that I, you know, were expired that I didn't realize it expired. I mean, it wasn't full of expired things, but it's just a lot easier now to find what I need. Uh, the food looks more desirable. The fresh fruit and vegetables look more desirable because they're just sitting there shining <laughs> with room around them. The light is hitting them now, um, whereas it was kind of dark and full before. Um, so that's very helpful, actually. Simplifying what I had stored in the fridge and freezer really helped. That also has helped me in the past at times when I've cleaned out the pantry of dry goods and gotten all the stuff out that maybe I didn't want to have in the house that maybe um, accumulated over time here and there as people brought things home that weren't used or enjoyed. Um, it's a lot easier to cook what you want to cook and find what you want to eat when you get rid of the, all the other stuff that's cluttering the space. So simplifying your food storage is also really helpful. Um, so those are ways you can simplify your surroundings. Another thing to look at simplifying is exercise. Is it currently too complicated for you? Is there anything that's become complicated or that you've maybe over 
over, you know, complicated in getting out the door to exercise. If you find that you're not, you had made a plan to go to the gym for exercise, but you're having a hard time getting there because maybe you've had kids at home sick more, or you've had other things come up that made it harder to get to the gym. Do you need to simplify it in such a way that you just work out at home, that you just go out your front door and walk up and down the road or run up and down the road, or maybe simplify um, to some something, some other way that you can make things less complicated. Another angle of this is if you're really reliant on technology, like if if you are, you know, you really have a hard time getting out the door because you have to get together your, you know, maybe, maybe your runner and you want to track your run, you want to have like a Garmin or you want to have a, a, some kind of, um, you know, Fitbit or your Apple watch or something charged and on you every time you go out. And maybe it takes a while to get all your gadgets together when you go out the door. Um, and you have found that maybe a couple times you didn't run when you wanted to because some of your gadgets weren't charged or something like that. Well, can you, is there a way to kind of dial back the complexity there? Um, I know for me, I used to um, track, you know, my heart rate every time I ran. And this was really helpful to me for a season. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that if that's something you're doing. But I kind of got to a point where I knew I could tell where my heart rate was. I can run by feel now and know when I'm pushing beyond where I want to be when I want to achieve a certain zone of heart rate training. Now, when season change, seasons change and it heats up, I may need to move back into tracking my heart rate again because, you know, when it's hotter out, your heart rate might may, may track higher. So, I, you know, I may bring that back. But, you know, I just think it's important to consider whether there's a way to dial back tech in your exercise and still, quote unquote, count the exercise, even if you haven't tracked it digitally. Um, This is just kind of a question to ask yourself. And it may be that all the tech is really helping you stay motivated and stay consistent. And that's fine. The question to ask is, is what you're currently doing simple enough or is it too complicated? And is there a purpose behind all the things that you're doing? Um, that helps you stay consistent. So, you know, one of the ways to look at this simplifying process in order to stay consistent, um, besides just taking things out, like taking things out of your schedule, taking extra things out that are in your fridge and your pantry and your surroundings, taking extra steps out um, between you and you exercising, um, you know, taking extra things out. Another way to think about simplifying is how can you decrease your decisions? How can you decrease the number of decisions you make that get you into the consistent habits that you want? Um, One way that I've encouraged this um, across various episodes that I've talked about before is how can you decrease the decision fatigue surrounding what you eat? You know, um, if you go through a whole day, there are a lot of decisions you could be making about the food you put in your plate. You're going to be trying to decide what to have for breakfast. Do you have a snack? What do you want to eat for the snack? You could decide at lunchtime, what do you want to eat with lunch? What main thing do you want to eat? What do you want to eat at the side? There's so many decisions you make. And then as you go into the afternoon, do you have a snack then? Do you drink anything then? Then you get into the evening. And by the time you get to evening, you're so tired of making decisions about food that you might just quit making good decisions about food that are supporting your health goals. So my my point is, in the past, what I've recommended is that you sit down and make a plan on paper, or, you know, in a digital place, maybe, about what you will eat 
across the next 24 hours. Just at some point in your day, go ahead and sit down and make all the food decisions at one time and commit them to paper or commit them to some digital place where you will then refer to and decide ahead of time that those are your decisions and they stand. (laughs) Um, This takes away decision fatigue. This takes away impulsive decisions where you suddenly think, oh, I need to decide about this snack that appeared that I didn't know I would have an opportunity for. You didn't decide it on your plan that you wrote down ahead of time. So the decision was already made that you won't have it. Um, Making all the decisions at one time keeps you from a lot of problems um, in terms of food choices that you don't want to make. Your long-term, you know, successful self doesn't want to make a lot of those poor choices. So to make the good choices, make them all at once ahead of time per day, per 24-hour period or so. Or even if you, if that's too hard, just, you know, cut the day in half and twice a day, write out your decisions for that half of the day, just deciding all at once ahead of time instead of as you go will eliminate so much of the decision fatigue and simplify things for you. Um, The key is making those decisions in a way that you know you will stick to them. Um, Don't make outlandish um, decisions that are super far away from where you are right now. Make the kind of decisions you know that you can stick with in terms of your food choices. If you know that you cannot possibly imagine making and eating a salad today, then don't put that on the decision that you're going to make for your lunch choice. You know, put a decision you know that you can make practically that you know you can stick with because you'll enjoy it. Put the right kind of decision down on that page so that you can actually get good at sticking with the plans you make um, because that will also bring you consistency. So I hope this has been helpful today. I've talked about simplifying as a key toward being consistent. Um, You know, we've talked about simplifying your shopping, your schedule, your surroundings, your kitchen, your exercise, um, simplifying um, your decision making. I hope that you can use some of these ideas to find a way to be more consistent in sticking with the small habits that you've made to continue toward getting to the healthier place that you want to be in. Um, And I hope that you can come back again next week for more. Thanks for listening. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. 
you can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on the extra helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more.